Got a good one for you this morning. Another nail-biter last night as Cairns took down Illawarra, a walk-off game winner from Lat Mayan to ice that game. Liam Santa Maria is back to chat through all that. We've got a couple of massive Friday night games coming your way and a must-win for New Zealand as well. That's all next. NBL now back with you for this Friday, the 19th of January. Joel Peterson, it is great to welcome back our regular Friday man, the best in the business, who's been just tending to his property up on Brisbane Island, making sure things are in shape, Liam Santa Maria. G'day, Liam. G'day, Joel. Good to be back. Everything is sunny and warm and fine on Brisbane Island, so it's great to be back with you. Property prices have gone through the roof since you've been away, which is uh, terrific to see in that particular part of the world, a well-deserved family holiday for yourself, and it's uh, wonderful to have you back with us. Uh, Tell you what, last night... This season, every, every time you look at the scoreboard, the, 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 the finishes just keep delivering. And last night was a, a great game and a big win for the Cairns Taipans. Oh, man, what an awesome game. Second time those two teams have delivered an absolute nail-biter. Um, and every time, as you say, walk-off game winner. And every time you have that, you love it. As a neutral observer, you just absolutely love it. And I went right down to the wire. Lat Mayan, let's, hey, let's take a moment to shout him out because... He's taken a nice leap this year. Adam Ford spoke about it in the postgame, how he's shifted that kid around into different spots and different roles over the course of the season. But with key guys missing, he stepped up in that massive moment and shot that thing with confidence and broke the Hawks' hearts. Um, his postgame interview with Brad Rosen was exceptional. Just the, the raw emotion from him uh, and, and Brad's dap of him right at the end of it that sounded like a thunderclap going off was, uh, was very, very good as well. Um, the last few moments of that game, some of the execution down the stretch, both teams had their woes. What did you make of the, the final possessions in that one? Uh, <clears throat> I think the Hawks um, let that game slip. Because of decision-making down the stretch, I'll be honest. Time, score, and situation. You've got to know it. Now, Tyler Harvey's all kinds of clutch, and he was terrific at times in that game and has been over recent times and over the last few years. But that shot with 30 seconds to go, the step-back three ball, I'm not sure about that shot, Joel. You know, you've got – you're up to the – your opponents are in the bonus – not only are they in the bonus and they've got a bunch of guys already fouled out, but they've got a bunch of guys on the floor with four fouls. Gary Clark's got to get that ball in that situation, Joel, and he's got to be on the attack to put pressure on the defense and put pressure on the officials. So that was a bad possession in a key moment. And then at the end there, again, up to 12 seconds left, the Taipans have it, and you've got fouls to give. Now, we saw what happened in New Zealand last week where Delhi outsmarted the breakers in that moment, but it does, you don't get scared now. Like the, the Pat Miller, Bull Qualt, there were dribbles, there were passes, there were catches. There was plenty of time to use those fouls to give and run that clock down. On the flip side, time, score, and situation, when Pat Miller got that ball back, you see a quick glance up to the top of the backboard. He sees there's two seconds left. There's time to make a pass. Great awareness from Lat Mayan to relocate and get behind the arc. And, uh, you know, I was sitting there with my son last night and we were talking time score and situation and he was able to, to be part of a masterclass in the good and the bad in some of those moments. 
Yeah, there was there was plenty on display last night, and the heads up play from Pat Miller uh, to make that pass right at the end was terrific. And you say, Lat May, just being ready, and he and he certainly was. And um, Gary Clark's performance last night, we should have been waiting for it. He's been threatening to have a really big one. He's had some very important performances from the Hawks, but last night he absolutely took over and just couldn't get them across the line. One of the very elite players in the league, Gary Clark. It, it took a little while for him. It took a little while for the Hawks to really get rolling this season. But everybody's now seeing the guy that uh, the Hawks signed and hoped that he would be at that level all season long. He now is. Resign him. Resign him yesterday because you'd love to have him back on the roster next season. I'm pretty sure from my calculations, Joel, that he, off that performance last night, joined the great Danny Morsu. In, from 1983 as the only two players in history to score 35 or more points in a 40-minute NBL game while shooting at least 80% from the field. So an all-time performance from Gary Clark last night, albeit in a loss. Yeah, efficiency uh, absolutely off the charts. For the Hawks now, they've lost two in a row, and all of a sudden after their recent streak, they need to get back on the winner's list. They've got Adelaide on uh, on Saturday night, but uh, every game in that mix that they're in at the moment, at the bottom end of the, the, the top six, is so crucial. Yeah, there's no rest for the wicked. I was talking to someone the other day about how the, this season is kind of like Survivor, where as soon as you feel like you're rolling and things are going well for you, bang, you're going to get blindsided. And you may be voted off the island, or in this case, you may slide down the standings. So um, you got to make sure you keep your wits about you, and they're going to need to bounce back against Adelaide uh, tomorrow. Yeah, let's hope Tribal Council is uh, is kind to the Hawks <laughs> this week. Um, big news yesterday was uh, Scott Roth's extension in Tassie was confirmed. So Olgan Yulich reported this uh, earlier in the week. Uh, and then it was confirmed yesterday through 26-27, so the end of the, the NBL 27 season, that Scott Roth will remain the head coach of the Jack Jumpers. No-brainer, Liam? Absolute no-brainer. <clears throat> the expectations have gone up for Tassie, but let's not lose sight of the fact that they continue to perform as one of the elite teams in the league for their third straight season in only their third season of existence. So he's done a spectacular job there of building a culture, building a style of play, uh, keeps these guys accountable. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose, but they're always right there in the mix. The people down there love him. He's like the 80s sitcom dad of the of the league, which which I love. And long may he be the coach of the Jack Jumpers. Yeah, we'll see those those uh, black and white Vans shoes parading around the uh, <laughs> around my state bank arena for plenty of time to come. Um, you, now, you, you've been on a holiday, but you're a busy man. There's been plenty of eyes on the NBL this week. Pete Hawley's mm. saying that you've been having plenty of coffees with scouts and international team representatives uh, over the little while. First of all, how is your caffeine intake? Secondly, uh, it's great to see plenty of interest in uh, some of the young stars of our competition. Yeah, the caffeine intake is always high, uh, so no change uh, there to the status quo, Joel. Um, yeah, there's a lot of NBA people in the country right now. Um, there's a, obviously a lot of them came out at the Blitz to see these guys at the start of their journey here in the NBL. And, and then this feels like the right time for them before some of them eliminated from postseason action uh, to get a good look at these guys. And if you look at the schedule for this particular week, um, there was a chance potentially to see Alexander Saar twice, to see AJ Johnson twice, Bobby Clintman, Trenton Flowers, 
So a lot of NBA teams have sent people out this week. Now, obviously, some of those guys are off the floor, <laughs> which makes it tricky. But um, they were in the Wollongong last night, Indiana, Utah, Phoenix, uh, Charlotte, a whole bunch of teams. Saw AJ Johnson play really well. There's a real uptick of interest in AJ Johnson because he's playing a key role on a winning team right now. Lost last night, but they've been good. Now they're headed down to Tassie to get a good look at Ariel Hookporty. They'll head back to New South Wales for across the weekend. So, yeah, plenty of NBA eyeballs on the league all season, but in the country right now. Yeah, and they're, they're seeing plenty of uh, plenty of the country as well, which is uh, which is great. Tonight they'll see a couple of really good games. Uh, Friday night double header. It kicks off with Tassie and Melbourne down at My State Bank Arena. So Tassie have lost their last couple. Uh, we spoke about Scott Roth and his extension. He hasn't held back in the after, hasn't held back in the aftermath of their couple of wins last week. It's it's the biggest challenge in the competition. One Tassie have been up to in the past. Do you think they can spring a bit of a surprise tonight? They can, sure. Yeah, I think they're right there. Um, you know, with no Joe Lawala Chul, no Shayili, New Zealand nearly got Melbourne uh, this time last week. So, um, Tassie, I expect, I mean, I'm not just going to say bounce back performance. They've been solid. They just haven't been able to get over the line in close situations. So, um, I expect them to be typically tough. And, um, uh, I would not at all be shocked if they, if they get the chocolates tonight. I have, just because we haven't spoken about this in the last little while, and I, I'm just interested in your thoughts on Tassie at the moment. There's been a sort yeah. of level of concern watching some of their performances. Where are you on the kind of the, the five alarm fire radar for Tassie at the moment? Are you at DEFCON? What DEFCON level are you at in terms of worry? Uh, what's the highest? What's the lowest? I think DEFCON five is the highest, so the most concerning. I'm at like one or two. Not, yeah, okay. concerned. Not concerned at all, Joel. Um, you know, there's this is a team, yes, traditionally we've seen them time and time again be excellent executing in close situations. And, um, you know, let's not forget they, they were excellent in some situations in that game, that double overtime loss to Illawarra, coming back and getting themselves back into a winning position. Uh, they've let a couple of those games slip away, but it's not like they don't know how to execute in late-game situations. You just win some and lose some when you're, when you're a tough beat like that, when you're a solid unit but they're in every game they're going to be in every game they're going to be in the playoff action and uh, you're going to need to come out and play at a high level to knock them off Uh, that's what melbourne united will be hoping to do tonight again no shaley no joel joel so their depth is going to be tested again it's it's the strength that everyone's been talking about all year and down the stretch it's being uh, it's being thoroughly examined and it's passing basically every test so they feel comfortable they got ariel hook porty um, to come in and play a big load of minutes. I think he played a career-high 32 minutes last week and played well. Um, they got Flynn Cameron and other guys to step in and play minutes. They've got the best six man in the league, Ian Clark, and they can ramp up his situation as well. So they'll be fine. That's going to be a cracking game. That's going to be absolutely terrific. So 7.30 Eastern Daylight Time tonight is that one down in Tassie. The late fixture, the nightcap uh, is Perth and Brisbane in the jungle, Ooh. which is going to be full of colour this evening for Champion Pride Round. Uh, the Bullets come in there having won uh, four in a row, looking for five. Um, you're the, the main man, the, the landlord, the mayor of Brisbane Island. Um, how impressed have you been from what you've seen from Brisbane? Uh, yeah, they've been the team that I thought that they would be. Um, over the course of the season, yeah, but particularly in these last few weeks, tough road trip this weekend at Perth, at Cairns. 
they got guys laid up. They got no Rocco and they got no Casey Prather tonight. So they're key guys off the bench. But they're going to go in there and have a swing. They got Sam McDaniel that they can throw at Bryce Cotton. They got Nathan Serby playing at an MVP level. So uh, can't wait to watch that as well. And then my understanding is they're hoping they've got to go through Brisbane Airport to get to Queensland after this get to get to sorry uh, Cairns after this game. And I think they're hoping to pick up both Rocco and Casey at the airport. So if they can get this win in Perth tonight, uh, they're going to be feeling amazing heading into the tropics. A couple of little handy pieces of hand luggage that they'll just be grabbing on the way through. Um, Perth have got a couple of injury concerns of their own. We know Alex Sars dealing with that that ongoing complaint. Christian Doolittle with the, the concussion yeah. coming out of out of last week too. So his status uncertain heading into this one. But the Wildcats have been red hot. They're a tough out at home. They really, since the start of the season, they haven't had too many troubles over there at RAC Arena. And, uh, and, and they'll be primed for a team that is in form and presents a big challenge to them tonight. For sure. And Keanu Pinder and his quickness and his athleticism is, gonna, is going to really test uh, Tyrell Harrison and Aaron Baines. Can they stay out of foul trouble as they try to manage him? And, and then Perth need other guys to step up and play big. They're going to need Hiram Harris, Jesse Wagstaff to do what they've been doing, but on another level. And they're going to need a guy like Jordan Usher to say, all right, one of our key soldiers in Christian Doolittle's down. I'm going to make sure I'm I'm my best self tonight as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and, of course, two Coach of the Year candidates as well in John Riley and Justin Shuler. So there's plenty of threads to that Perth-Brisbane game tonight. That's the 9.30 Eastern Daylight fixture. Tomorrow, another double header. So the late game, as we mentioned earlier, Illawarra and Adelaide. Uh, that's in Wollongong. And the early game is New Zealand and Southeast Melbourne. And the Phoenix coming off an absolute shellacking at the hands of the 36ers earlier in the week. And the Breakers, all of a sudden, this is a must-win. Yeah, it is a must-win. And um, uh, I think this Phoenix coming to town at a perfect moment for New Zealand because, you know, they're very, very um, up against it and, and playing not at a high level. So a big chance for New Zealand. Uh, they've got a few guys that I think can go to another level. New Zealand, I think, believe it or not, I feel that way about Anthony Lamb. Certainly, Will McDowell-White, Zylan Cheatham has another gear he can get to. The question is, do those guys realize it's the playoffs for their squad right now? Don't wait for March and see if you can get in the playoffs. You're playing essentially playoff games right now and you need to churn it up. So New Zealand have got eight games remaining, eight and 12. Southeast Melbourne are nine and 13 with six to come. Illawarra's got eight left. They're nine and 11. They just sit just outside that top six. Cairns, 11 and 12. Brisbane, 11 and 11. Sydney, 11 and 11. Tasmania, 11 and 11. And that glosses over the fact that Adelaide in last are all of a sudden eight and 14. And I mean, a miraculous run. Who knows? It's the, the, that playoff picture is absolutely incredible. It's wildly close. And um, yeah, just like Sandra, one of the original legends of of Survivor, uh, you might see someone just go on a miraculous roll that you didn't see coming. So everybody needs to make sure they're playing at a high level right now because it's do or die. NBL twenty four, it comes at you fast. Now I've uh, I've been doing the heavy lifting in the last couple of weeks, Liam. I've put <laughs> everyone on my back on this podcast, Brad Rose and Derek Rucker, and said, "Righto, I'll take care of the weekend headlines. Don't you worry about it as guests. I just you know let them put their feet up and enjoy the the scenery here in the uh, in the NBL now studio." But you're back. 
So I want to, I want you to kick us off with a weekend headline. I hope it doesn't happen, but they've just lost last night. And if they lose to Adelaide, I can see the Mercury running with something along the lines of Hawks' wings clipped because they have been the toast of the town in recent times. But an 0-2 home weekend would not be what the Hawkheads were looking for. Yep, that is uh, that is absolutely fair to say. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Perth-Brisbane tonight, and I'm going to go the Courier-Mail tomorrow runs uh, big game hunting. Bullets take down Wildcats hey. to enter top four. <laughs> now, we're now I might be, I might be, I might be sort of barracking for that as a story rather than I think it's going to happen. Uh-huh. But uh, that would be a uh, that'd be a massive result if Brisbane could go over there tonight, especially. But we've seen them, you know, no Nathan Sobey on that Wednesday game last week, no Josh yeah. Bannon in the return leg, and they get a couple of Ws. So they're not they're not completely immune to playing without their full troops. Well, you've always been an underdog guy. Joel, we love that about you, and uh, all of us on Brisbane Island, me and uh, well, me and 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 uh, we're, we're excited for the potential that that might happen tonight. Well, I'll, I'll book a flight and I'll uh, I'll come and join you. And we'll we'll have a quiet drink on the beachside. Liam, great to uh, talk hoops with you again. Look forward to seeing you across the weekend. Cheers, man. Thanks for your company. Enjoy your weekend in the Hungry Jacks NBL. Plenty of action to come tonight, Saturday and Sunday, and, of course, all the news and the latest via nbl.com.au and on the NBL app.